Come, Holy Spirit. Take our minds and think through them. Take our lips and speak through them. Take our hearts and set them on fire. Amen. You can't blame Jonah. If God only belongs to one people in one place at one time, then he has every right to be upset. How dare you, Jonah asks God. How dare you show compassion to people who don't share my language, history, or taste in football? Here, God is not limited to Jonah's prejudices and preconceptions about who is in and who is out. Jonah here is a stand-in for the person or people whose imagination only goes so far. That person who looks at God and says, not those people, I don't like them. The person who believes God and love and justice and compassion are scarce resources. 38 years ago, Alice Walker spoke at a denuclearization rally at Grace Cathedral in San Francisco. She began her speech with a curse prayer transcribed by Zora Neale Hurston in the 1920s in which the protagonist prays for hardship to be visited upon her arch enemies, not unlike the prophet Jonah. The, the curse concludes saying, I ask for all these things because they have dragged me in the dust and destroyed my good name, broken my heart, and caused me to curse the day that I was born. So be it, end quote. Alice Walker then goes on to detail why she and people who look like her should want a future filled with nuclear destruction. But then, in only a way Walker can, she makes a surprising detour in the final few paragraphs. Quote, however, just as the sun shines on the godly and ungodly alike, so does nuclear radiation. And with this knowledge, it becomes increasingly difficult to embrace the thought of extinction purely for the assumed satisfaction of, from the grave, achieving revenge, end quote. Revenge may or may not be satisfying, she says. Who knows? Life, she then goes on to say, is better than death, if only because it is less boring and because it has fresh peaches in it, end quote. The book of the prophet Jonah and Alice Walker's speech both end in suspended animation. Instead of tidy resolution, we are left with an unsettling question. What if my desire for another's destruction is actually tied to my own destruction? And what if the experience of eating a peach, getting lost in its sweetness and texture, 
is the thing standing between life today and destruction tomorrow. Whatever your or my Nineveh might be, that place or relationship or situation that I despise most, whatever it might be, God is there too, coaxing out of us the admission that life is better than death, if only just for the peaches, if only just for the peaches. Let us pray. God, like the prophet Jonah, we sometimes regret that your mercy is so lavish and reckless that it covers even those we do not like. We thank you for not only being our God, but the God of Nineveh too. Amen.